Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're all doing well out there. This week we're going to talk about a couple different things. During the main main section or main part of our podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about information overload and how that can affect you, particularly if you're trying to improve as a pickleball player, how that information overload that's going on right now, we can talk about that and maybe talk about ways to to maybe curtail that a little bit or to, or to not let it derail you from uh, your improvement. Then the riff, we're going to spend a few minutes talking about paddles. We're getting a lot of questions about paddles these days. want to talk about them, touch on them a little bit, and uh, see if we can give you some guidance on that. So if you're into that kind of stuff, stay tuned for the podcast. You've studied the pickleball videos, maybe read a pickleball book, taken a lesson or two, but there's just something missing, something to complete the whole picture. That's where VI Pickleball comes in. VI Pickleball is the most immersive pickleball learning community available today. You can check out more information at wearepickleball.com. See you in the community. If you follow Into Pickle, you know that we've had a YouTube channel for about two years now, maybe going a little longer than two years now. And, you know, we have, uh, I, I lost count, but I'm going to say a couple hundred videos on there. And, uh, you know, so we're in that world. We were content creators, I guess, for Pickleball. So we kind of know what's going on out there. But we have been uh, deluged lately by just everybody getting into the into the content creation. Uh, on the one hand, that's awesome. You know, the sport is growing. A lot of players getting interested and involved. You're seeing uh, the two tours coming out, the PPA and the APP. Uh, competing with each other for dominance in the pro in the pro world or the pro sphere, and uh, you know so obviously not obviously but you know that's also resulted in a lot of more content creators coming into the into the pickleball space. And again, as I mentioned, I mean that's great because you're getting a lot a lot of different voices and uh, you know what's important at the end of the day is for the growth of the sport and also for players to find a voice that resonates with them and that that can help them grow in the game and improve in the game. The downside of that, however, is that there's just a lot of information out there now, right? And so, you know, the more content it gets created, the more uh, videos are put out there, the more blogs the more websites and things like that, the more books are published. That'll just mean there's a plethora of information out there uh, to choose from. And, and sometimes we can get lost in that information. As a side note, or as an example, you know, I'm, I'm personally on a kind of a food journey right now. I'm trying to discover more about uh, food, understand food and its impact uh, on, on the body and, and just, you know, the, the on the world and things like that. And so, uh, you know, I've been reading about everybody, everything I can get my uh, my hands on, I've been reading to uh, to try and, and, you know, figure out the, the food situation. And, you know, most of the books that I read have consistencies in them about certain things, but then there's uh, some inconsistency, not inconsistency, but some uh, maybe different opinions about things. And so now I have to, you know, I have that kind of in a, a yellow area that I'm writing, you know, notes. Uh, one example is tofu, for instance. Is tofu good for you or not good for you? So I'm trying to figure that out now. In the pickleball, it's kind of the same thing, right? You're going to hear, uh, you know, do it this way, do it that way, uh, do it another way. and Or maybe, you know, this is the best way of doing it. That's the best way of doing it. Add this to your game. You you know, you see all those uh the thumbnails on the YouTube videos, you know, this one shot will change your game. You need these, you need to add this to your game immediately, you know, things like that. And so it can get a little overwhelming uh, when you're uh, trying to figure out what the right path is for you to follow or what the information is that you need f- to be able to follow your path. And, you know, that's one of the, the reasons that I, that we got involved, that I got involved and Jill and I got involved when we started Into Pickle, 
That's one of the reasons that CJ Johnson at Bitter Pickleball got involved. And frankly, one of the reasons that CJ Johnson and I started VI Pickleball together is, you know, we thought, A, you know, we wanted to, uh, you know, we wanted to, to be a part of the of, of helping players improve as pickleball players, uh, helping pickleball players uh, understand the game better and perhaps, uh, you know, try and cut through some of the noise out there and help them, uh, you know, find not find their path. I guess it is sort of find their path. But, you know, we're not trying to tell all players to follow the same path. Uh, we are telling players, you know, these are things that that will impact your game one way or another. And then the player chooses how to how to break basically bring that into their path or not. You know, that's the choice a player makes. But, you know, basically providing players with the tools and also the the framework that they need in order to really be able to to, to separate wheat from the chaff and figure out, okay, this is what I'm going to work on. Uh, this other stuff I'm going to set off to the side. So, you know, that's something that, that we believe in, uh, you know, we, we think is important if you want to improve as a pickleball player. You know, I always say that that you can, you know, you can play pickleball for a number of reasons. Uh, and one of the reasons is, you know, just to have fun. And that's perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. That's great you're doing that. Just for exercise, that's great too. Uh, you know, just, you know, I want to add this to my game just because I think it's super cool. You know, like you want to learn how to Ernie or you want to learn how to hit a spin serve or something. That's fantastic. But what we focus on is we focus on, you know, what is it that's really going to make an impact, a positive impact in your game? What is it that's going to make a, a really a substantial impact, a material impact on your understanding of the game, on your comfort level when you're out on the court? on your confidence level when you're out there knowing what's going on. And ultimately, by knowing those things, you'll have better results. We're not results oriented in the sense that, you know, you have to win in order to be successful. That's not how we define it. But, you know, the, it's, it's kind of a it's a natural byproduct or a natural result of a better understanding of the game, being be- better able to construct strategy as you're out there, being able to understand yourself and understand what skills and, and uh, attributes you bring to the game, characteristics you bring to the game, uh, and how you can use those to maximize your play. And by maximizing your play at the end, you'll end up with better results. So the question then is, you know, how do you, how do you basically avoid information overload that's happening? You know, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue and it's probably going to increase. So, you know, right now there's, I don't know the exact number, but say there's, you know, 10 or so content creators right now on on YouTube, and I'm not counting, you know, people who just post uh, game footage, which is awesome. But they're posting game footage out there you can watch. But I'm talking about people who are actually creating videos to try and teach you something. It might be a little more than ten. I wouldn't be surprised if in, you know, a year or two there's twenty or thirty. So it's probably going to increase, which will mean then you'll have a, 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 a an increase also in the total number of videos that are being published every week. So basically, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming your way, and so the, the you know you'll have to make a decision as to how to navigate those waters and how to figure out, okay, this is what I'm going to, I'm going to take this in and I'm going to maybe ignore this other thing. And maybe I'm going to shelve or table this other thing that looks interesting, but I'm not, I'm not either, I'm not ready for it, or it's not the right time for me to bring that into my game. And so, you know, what I wanted to kind of leave you with is, you know, follow your path. So, so, you know, if you have an understanding of the game, if you have an understanding of, of how the game is played, the framework of the game, and you have an understanding of yourself. So you have an understanding of what you bring to the table. You know, what are you, a, are you fast? Are you not so fast? Uh, are you, you know, are you 25 years old or are you 62 years old? Have you played a racket sports before or not? 
what kind of stroke mechanics do you bring to the game? Do you, you know, like if you played college tennis, uh, then, you know, you probably have fantastic eye-hand coordination and, and fantastic, um, you know, stroke mechanics, fantastic paddle feel. Uh, if you've never played a racket sport in your life, then maybe that's a little more challenging for you. So, you know, what is it you bring to the game? What is it that that defines you as a as a pickleball player? And then you kind of you 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 match those two. You say, okay, this is what I'm trying to accomplish when I'm on the pickleball court, and this is what I bring to the game. An, an easy example would be getting to the non volley zone line after return or serve. That's something that I think everybody would agree is something that you should do. You know, standing back at the baseline after you've returned serve is is usually not a a recipe for success. So, so that's the framework, right? That's the understanding the framework of the game. I need to get to the non-body zone line after a return serve. Then you look at yourself. You say, okay, I'm 22 years old. I'm really fast and I come from tennis. Well, then your options in terms of the type of returns you're going to hit are, are pretty varied. You can hit hard returns into a corner and still make it up there. You can hit slices short and still get up there. I mean, you can do all sorts of things to, to make it up to the, you know, and still make it up to the non-body zone line. If, however, you're, you know, 56 and never played a racket sport and so don't really have the skill set to really drive the ball, um, then maybe you're better off with a lob type of return deep, uh, you know, in the center of the court on the other side to allow you to get up to the non-body zone line. So those are the types of things that where you can mate. That's an example, I should say, of how you can mate understanding the game and understanding what you're trying to accomplish when you're out there together with your particular uh, skills, particular characteristics as an individual, those two things put together then will give you a path to walk. So again, going back to the scenario, say that you, you're, again, a, 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 you know, a 22-year-old player who played college tennis, right? And you see a video that says, uh, here's how you hit the backhand, roll by ben, the backhand roll by Ben Johns, right? Great. So you take that video and you go, you know what? I can do that. You watch it. A couple of times you go out and practice it, boom, you got a roll backhand, fantastic, good for you. Uh, but again, let's say you're a, 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 a you know a 40 year old player, right, uh, with no no uh, no racket sports background, and you've been playing a while, but you still are still struggling with some more of the fundamentals, some more of the things that that really are important to improving your game, and that video comes across your feed. Probably not the right video for you at this point in your path, right? Or along your path. And maybe you'll never, it'll never be a video for you. I don't know. But right now, it's probably fair to say, you know what? That's not for me right now. So you'll know, you know, that's not, that's not something I'm going to pursue at this stage of, of my, of my pickleball life or at this as a point in the path. So that's how you can make a decision as to, you know, what is it that I'm going to focus on and what is it I'm not going to focus on by understanding the path that you're on. By understanding the game and also understanding what you bring to the game and how to uh, how those two made up and how those two interact, it will really help you uh, as a uh, pickleball player and in, in terms of improving and moving forward as a pickleball player. Quick side note, understanding the game or, you know, that part that I mentioned to you. So obviously, you know yourself. So you know your speed. You know what you bring to the game in terms of your background and things like that. Understanding the game is something that we're really focused on at VI Pickleball. So if that's something of interest to you, a better understanding of the game, definitely come check us out at VR Pickleball. <clears throat> you can find out more at wearepickleball.com. Should be easy to remember. Uh, but that's what we focus on in there is understanding the game and helping you see the game so that you can find the right path for you. If you're interested in a quick discussion about paddles and paddle selection concepts, stay tuned for the riff. You'd like to help your friend or family member learn how to play pickleball. But how? Now it's easy. 
pick up a copy of Play Pickleball, A Beginner's Guide. It's the most complete guide to playing pickleball. Available as a digital download or in hard copy at intopickle.com or at Amazon. Let's keep growing the sport. So we get a lot of questions about paddles. Paddles are, it's its a kind of a funny thing, paddles. They're like this uh, this mysterious thing that, you know, it's almost like the, the you know, chasing a mirage. You know, it's, it seems like players a lot of times are trying to buy paddles or, or look at paddles as like a solution to a problem. So they, they you know, they want to improve their play. So the solution that they look for is let me get a paddle, right? Let me see what paddle will solve a problem, whether it's power, control, combination of the two, whatever. Um, you know, and my what I tell folks, uh, you know, including friends of mine who I, I chide for, for having so many paddles is, you know, the paddle that does is not going to make you a better player within a range. I mean, there are, there are paddles that are better than other paddles, generally speaking. But once you're in a in sort of a group of paddles or, a, a, you know, and it's a fairly large group of paddles, once you're in a fairly large group of paddles, whether you're playing with a carbon fiber paddle, a honeycomb paddle, a carbon face, fiber face, all those types of things, generally speaking, within a range of those paddles, you're going to be able to, to execute at a high level with any number of those paddles. Now, so the, I guess at the end of the, so what I'm trying to say is that the paddle really isn't going to solve the issue. Now, if you're looking for a paddle, right, but let's say you, you genuinely need a paddle. So you're out there, you're saying, you know what, this paddle's not working for me. It's it's too heavy on my arm or something like that. Then you're looking for a paddle. One of the things that I think gets, gets greatly overlooked is paddle shape. And we've talked about it in some videos, but it just, it just keeps on coming up, the paddle shape issue. So I wanted to talk about that for a couple of seconds or a couple of minutes. So when you look at a paddle that has the traditional shape. Traditional shape paddle, think of an old school looking paddle. It's basically, it's almost a square on top and then, and not quite a square, but it's almost a square on top. It has a, you know, a, a pretty normal length grip, so it's not terribly long. That would be what we would consider a traditional shape paddle. The advantage of a traditional shape paddle is that it is going to provide, you know, relative to a, a longer paddle, it's gonna provide a more balanced swing weight when you're swinging the paddle. So if you took two eight ounce paddles, let's say, or even seven and a half ounce paddles, and you had a traditional shape paddle, so the more the more squarish one that I'm mentioning, and then you were to take that and put it side by side with a longer paddle. So a, squ a squarish paddle would be like an old school Engage Encore. Not the new 6.0s, nothing against those paddles, they're fine paddles, but I'm talking about the original Engage Encore base model. You can look it up online, it's, it's $95, I think excellent paddle, you know, good all around paddle. That paddle there is a, is a, is a traditional shape paddle. Then you compare that say to the Selkirk Invicta, right? The one that Tyson McGuffin uses. Again, it's a fine paddle, nothing against the paddle. It's well-made. It's made in the U S Selkirk is a great company. Uh, they make really good paddles. Now both companies do engage and Selkirk make, make really good paddles, but the Invicta by its shape, it's a longer paddle. It, it has a different shape that the, than the engage encore that I mentioned. So, when you compare those two paddles, if you start it with the same gross weight, so you have the same basic weight when you put it on a scale, the Invicta, because of its shape, is going to swing heavier than the Engage Encore, right? And the reason for that is because the, the Invicta is a longer paddle. So, you know, if you think about it, uh, you know, if you take any object and you make it really short and you swing it, it's gonna feel one way. If you take the same object and you extend it out really far, it's going to swing a different way. Think of like an extension ladder. If you had it brought in, to, you know, it all together, all collapsed, 
you've swung it, it's one thing. If you extend it out really far, it's really hard to swing that thing around because it gets farther away from your hand. It's the same thing with paddles. So when you're thinking about a paddle, give, keep in mind shape of paddle will affect swing weight of paddle. It may not affect the, the it, well, it, I mean, it may, but it may not affect the gross weight or the total weight of the paddle on a, on a scale, but it will definitely affect swing weight. So it's something to keep in mind when you're looking at paddles. If you're, if you're, if you're looking, if you're in the market for a paddle, just keep that in mind when you're out there looking at them, understanding that the longer the paddle, the more it's gonna, the, the more swing weight, which translates to, generally speaking, more torque on your wrist and on your forearm as you swing that thing around. Plus, it can reduce the time that you, the time that you, that it takes for you to swing it around, maybe longer. Uh, so it'll, it, it, when I say reduce, it will, it'll reduce your ability to react because it'll take you longer to swing it around. So just keep that in mind as you're selecting paddles. Again, nothing against either one of those companies. They're very good companies, make good paddles, but think of shape of paddle when you're looking at the paddle. That's it for this week's podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. This is, uh, I think this is podcast number 28. So we're 135th of the way to 1,000 podcasts. Exciting stuff. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. As we always say, if you like the podcast, they probably will too. Be well out there.